This week on the Town Tailgate Podcast, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, because a very special event in baseball is going on, uh, the World Series. You ever heard of it? Um, the A's are unfortunately not playing, but we love baseball so much that we're going to talk about it. And this week, we have some special guests. Isn't that right, Julio? That's right. We got a couple of my good friends. We got uh, Richmond and Robert Schlatter visiting us from the East Coast, big-time Yankees the fans. Brother Schlatter. The Brother Schlatter. That's right. Uh, Robbie is actually, if you don't know, uh, he has his own podcast. You've, if you may follow us on Twitter, you'll probably see him from time to time called the four train savages that focuses on New York Yankees baseball. So we're going to bring these two guys in kind of hear their insight on the Rays, And we'll talk about our insight of being in Los Angeles with the Dodgers, but we got a huge series yeah. going on. It, this is, has plans to be pretty historical. So I'm pretty pumped to talk about it, dude. It's some East Coast bias mixed with some West Coast bias. So East Coast versus West Coast. You know, it's a perfect combination for a baseball podcast. So um, enough listening to us do this bullshit. Let's uh, jump into the episode. So our World Series is set, finally. Um, we had two amazing series, two Game 7s in the ALCS and the NLCS. Tampa Bay Rays were the ones who, uh, who took it away in the American League, unfortunately for us A's fans. But I'd rather it be the Rays than the, than the Astros. And then uh, in the National League, it's the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Welcome to the Town Tailgate Podcast. I am Chris Madrigal. Julio is with me as well, of What course. it do? We said we were going to go bi-weekly, but... Baseball has this curious way of pulling us back in. So here we are. Because it's the World later. Series. Julio, it is the World, World Series. Series. Exactly. And we, we couldn't do not it. do a World Series pod. Exactly. Come on. And we have some guests today um, on our podcast. We did a little bit of a collaboration with a fellow baseball podcast. Uh, friends of yours, Julio, right? Yeah, that's right. So first and foremost, i got to introduce my boy, Richmond Schlatter. I've known him for years. We met doing the Disney College program. Diehard Yankees fan, welcome to the show. But also, another person I've grown pretty close with the last few years. He is, if you don't, if you follow our Twitter account, if you don't already, make sure you follow us, the Town Tailgate Podcast. Uh, he is, uh, has his own Yankees podcast called The Four Train Savages. We got Robbie Schleider, the brother Schleiders. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank Julio. you, thank you. First time, long time. Very you guys are just as depressed as we are because you guys lost in the American League Division Series in a heartful, like our heartbreaking loss yeah, as well. Man. So, it was, it was... and we're but we were both bitter about the Astros, so we're both happy. Yes, that end, right? yes, we were, yes we are. I mean, it's funny because we Robbie and I argued about it for for so long yesterday because after seeing yeah. the Yankees blow it in 2004 to Boston. And just seeing Houston take over in this series, it, everything just pointed to Houston, and we're all like, Mother, like "Son of a gun, man! Like we got to see these guys." But in the you, World you series. guys don't. I mean, the Rays are technically a rivalry too. So who would you rather not? Who would you rather be in the World Series? Like, if you gun to your head, you had to choose. Would you rather be the, the Rays, Rays or rather 100%. be the Astros? Hundred percent. Tampa. Hundred okay, percent. I mean, yeah. it's starting to become a rivalry after this year, though, because yeah, yeah. after that final game at Yankee Stadium when Chapman ran that uh, that fastball, I forgot who it was. He hit the home run off him, 
in game five. Do you remember who it was, Robbie? Oh, Bros- Bro, so uh, yes. it was mm-hmm. talk about talk about bringing it full circle after Rich when we look at them and what was it? I think late August yep. and Brasso got the high cheddar right at his face. And yeah. Chapman, you know, it was a lot of debate of whether or not it was really at his face or not. But I look at initially, I was like, I yeah. don't know. It was a little close. But then it, you kind of look at it and you're like, ah, you look at the history between these two teams. They don't really like each other. And then for him to come out and hit that home run at the end yeah. to end their to end our season. Yeah. Absolutely crushing. I mean, the, like, the thing is, Chris and Julio, I think you guys will probably like when I make this statement, you guys might think Yankee Homer, but. In that at bat, Chapman, I, I don't know what Boone was thinking bringing Chapman in in the seventh inning because Chapman was always the guy who you just bring in the ninth inning. Bang, bang, yeah, bang. You get the but three he's outs. Had the, he's had the weirdest fucking season ever because he was out he for, were, yeah. for COVID he at the beginning, COVID, yeah. which, which like I think it was like two weeks, but it felt like a month. So it felt yeah. like half the fucking season. And then he's rehabbing half of the season to get into it. So he doesn't really join the team until like two thirds of the way through. And you're not going to just throw him in that closer role because yeah. we had, what's his face? Zach Britton just you killing Britton. it in the closer yep. role. He was good. So you're not just going to, you're not mid season when you're kind of just rolling. You're not. And it's, that was right when they got hot too. Right. When, uh, when all the, all the big stars started like hitting bombs every single I, day and you guys really wrote up the, the that was there. in the beginning of the year. Like when they started the 60 games, they, no, but when, when they, when they it. came, when they came back from and then the they first, kinda, like, yeah, the, after remember they, they were out of the playoff shoot. hunt and then they like yes. made their way up yeah, the standings yeah, 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 a little yeah, yeah. bit. You're right. Like and beginning like, of so September. you're not going to, you, you're just as, as good as Chapman has been in the past. You're not just going to completely switch up the entire, uh, especially in a short season. You just can't afford to like test things out. You're not just going to switch up the entire like flow of the team in the bullpen. Like you, just, you have to find a role for him. Maybe that was probably the wrong time to bring him into that specific game, but you got to exactly. find the role for him. Exactly. Maybe that's just not his role. Maybe but that's just not I, his role. I think in baseball's age, in baseball today, the role of the closer is to get three outs. That's what everybody talks in this analytics day and age. But, I mean, t- but you just, Liam Hendricks does like two innings all the time but for he's us. But used no, to that, that's, though. No. He yeah. does that, yeah. though. Chapman, it's always bang, bang, bang. He comes yeah. in in the ninth to get those three outs. And, and then the all one... of a sudden, you ask him to do it uh, like, like he's done it all the time. I think he's pitched more than two innings once and that was and when you want to know what that was and you want to know that what happened in that one time he did it with the cubs it, he blew the, he the lead blew the in the lead. game seven of the world series I, yeah. it just it was a questionable call but going back to that at bat i yeah. think chapman he didn't get the call on a couple of them like robbie mm-hmm. that sinker that sinker that was lowing in that yeah. looked like a strike that caught the end of the plate and still can't it, sleep about it yeah, I mean, the guy was – it was a great at-bat. He just kept fouling everything off. But Chapman yeah. was executing his pitches. And Chapman's like, well, I got to throw one for a freaking strike. And it just at, so at some it point, was right down the yeah. middle. Yeah, I mean, kind of yeah. to tack on with that, I like when they took him – when they put him in in the seventh, I was thinking, okay, like the situation kind of calls. It's a game. It's an elimination game. We need this. You want to have your best guy out there. But then think, I mean, like I like to go in on Boone a lot of times because I I just I don't see the real. He's just made so many questionable decisions in his past three years as manager, and we haven't gotten any further than we've wanted to since 2017. So it makes it difficult for me to think that he's the guy that's going to take us to the next step, and he hasn't. So you know the proof is right there. But 
I mean, the bullpen has been so just plain and I just shitty awful. all year. Terrible. Awful. All year. And For me, it's now. Sorry, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I got. I got to say a couple things about that, which is kind of insane. That like, it, it seems like the Yankees have invested so much in that bullpen over the last two, three yeah. years with bringing back Chapman, signing Ottavino, bringing in Britain. That's like that should be your bread and butter, but that kind of shows yeah. you, like, yeah. dude, you don't need a. Sp- look at what the Rays did. Their bullpen's yeah. been lights out. Look, look what the A's regular season was like with their bullpen. You don't need to spend up for that bullpen anymore. That's not the reality yeah. of baseball. And but also, the, I got to say, I, I got to say real quick before we let one of you guys jump in again. Um, I feel like this is partially Robbie's nice fault because like right at the beginning of the playoffs, we were like side texting and being like, yo, we're going to do a ALCS pod. Yay's A's Yankees. Talk yeah, you, guys set up A's Yankees. you guys fucking jinxed that. <laughs> oh, shit you guys. Fuck you guys. We're not friends anymore. We're going to see you fuckers in the LCS, dude. You motherfucker. You fucking You set up the fucking jinx. You set up the fucking jinx. I I don't, I don't, and I I just want to make, I want to make a small comment and then that will, we'll move on from the Yankees talk. Sorry. Yes. No, it's Um, all good. Um, I, it's the whole Aaron Boone situation. It's been a tough situation for him. I feel like because he came in with all this star power. So naturally you think like anybody could fucking manage the Yankees. Why isn't he successful? But also can anybody manage the Yankees when their top five starters or top five stars get hurt for 80% of the season? Like the past three seasons, like that's fucking tough, dude. Well, wait, wait, Rich, Rich, Rich. The only thing that I would have to say to that. And really the only thing you have to say to that is they did have a guy doing that and they had him doing it for the past. What was it, Rich? 10, 11 years. And they just decided to go on to move on from him because they wanted to go with analytically driven baseball, which is I'm even shocked that Dusty Baker got the job in Houston because the way that the game is gone is they want a manager to control. And they said coming out that Aaron Boone is not being controlled in the puppet comment. Hard to believe, but that's what they said. It's been what they want. It's analytically driven. They did have a manager doing that. They did have a manager that shown success. And what happened in the Indian series when he miscalled and didn't challenge something, it lost his job. And that's what kind of... So they did have someone in there doing it. And they've regressed since having that guy in there. So that's the only thing I have with the Yankees at this point. We can, you know, we don't want to talk too much about them. Yeah. The the quick thing, but going back to Girardi... It's so funny. I mean, listen, maybe the guys didn't like him. And that, you know, that happens in a job. You don't get along with everybody. But Girardi arguably had the biggest playoff mistake in Major League Baseball history. If the Yankees don't win that series, if he, with him not challenging that ball going off of Lonnie Chisholm's bat knob, and then Lindor hitting that grand slam, if the Yankees lose that series... Like, Girardi might get crucified for it, and everybody, oh, the players hated him. That was the rumor. Mm-hmm. But then they come back, and they they win three in a row, and then they force a game seven against a Houston Astros team that knew everything that was coming their way, and they still took them to seven games. Uh, it's I gotta, insane. I got I to gotta, I gotta say bullshit on your comment because uh, Grady Little and Paige Martinez would like to have a word with you. Yeah. That benefited you, but that's... Come it's on. True. All right. Okay. Let's move, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's we move on to the World the, Series yeah. preview, guys. Um, but but last one last comment, though. Uh, Robbie, I have a gripe with you. Um, 
you copied the opening of your podcast is a direct copy of the opening of our podcast. What about a direct it? copy? What about it? Is it is a direct copy. What about it? So, so you are a, a, a you are a thief, my friend. What about copyright? It? Hit him with that copyright infringement. I'm bro. just kidding. Season no, I I love the opening of you guys' podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's it's great. Great. it. It's, it's, it sounds, the it sounds a lot like it, ours. Just say. It, it, it offer yeah i mean that's just the sound of baseball if you think about it it's just the sounds that's that come along so yeah you know yeah it's what it is before we so, actually uh, let, get let, into this world series though i gotta say we have to yeah. do one last thing the nation baseball nightmare is over and before we can talk about this this series is going to be really good i think this is going to be a really historical one we got to shit on the astros for a couple moments yes before we, we get too far it's beautiful so if you are if you're hold on just real quick if you're watching the YouTube channel you can see in in Robbie's background right he has already started the podcast off st- uh, strong with shaming the Astros with his background the yips Jose the, has the yips. I, it's crazy did you guys see how many times he spiked the ball I I, I I I like for a split second I was like do I feel bad for this guy I'm like absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> Absolutely not. The kid, like he was spiking. What was the the double play ball that he missed? And he threw it into into, he threw uh, it into left field, with left Correa. field. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. The next there, there was, was it? Um, there was the one that he threw to first base that he spiked, and then they had two runners on, and I think a Razarena hit the three run bomb, or it may that, have that that son of a gun can play, man. I oh. love that dude. Killed the, killed us and killed the Astros. So we got we got to say we'll, we'll be talking a lot more about Randy Razarena pretty mm-hmm. soon but let, let's just get oh, start up i'll start up look this seems really good they hit the shit out of the ball we know that like Correa, i hate that dude he went full wwe on us and did the full villain heel turn and he shows like this guy is one of the best shortstops in baseball uh kyle turner or kyle tucker looks awesome out there uh george springer only shows up their rotation looks good so, like, they are still the team we thought they were, which makes 2017 even worse. You were already this yeah. talented. You didn't, I don't know, you man. didn't need any. And you had to get that upper hand. You felt like you had to do that, dude. It's all about an what? edge, man. It's and all guess about what? having that now, edge. Jose Altuve, who at this point in his career, he's already a, a Hall of Famer. He could retire tomorrow and be a Hall of Famer. There's a hell of a good chance that dude's not going to get in because nobody's going to forget about this. There's I don't, a really I don't good know, chance man. that hey, shit's hey, going to hey, overshadow hey, them, man. So, like, you know what we did? Here. You you had a chance to make history and be the first team with losing record of the World Series. You didn't, which is great. But you, and the, you've, you've sacrificed your, like, long-term legacy at a chance. Like, we're all – like, baseball fans around the country and around the world, like, sure, that team – this team's going to be good, but it's, like, the cheating factor, man. Like you did all that to ruin all of this for what? And it's like it sucks. You know, exactly. I, yeah. I I think the reality is that Correa had a great season. Good job. Cool. Um, Kyle Tucker had a pretty good season. Good job. Cool. But everybody else just shit the bed. So like, are they that talented? Are they, or did they just really rally around a few really good well, fucking players? Yuli Gurriel had a terrible season. Yeah. Jose Altuve had a terrible season. Uh, Alex Bregman was below average. Well, they did so, get like, to the World Series last year. And some of those guys, yeah. they they played pretty well in the playoffs. Yeah, but last they cheated year. last year. So, I, that, allegedly, allegedly, but they, they use buzzers. Allegedly, they allegedly, use buzzers. Allegedly, they That's use buzzers. What? No, no, no. I I call bullshit on it every time that it comes. Why Altuve after after the uh, post game interview? They might have. 
They no, absolutely no, no. Have cheated. rich, they rich, absolutely. rich. I'm just saying. He, I'm going off. I am being. What does Carabas say on Barstool? I am a non-biased <laughs> reporter, or something like that. Dude, being non-biased. There is why no else proof would he have? That why they have buzz that they had buzzards? But I wouldn't be surprised if they did cheat. I wouldn't be surprised. After the game, and he hit that piss missile off Chapman. Araldus piss Chapman. Missile. He, oh, I don't want them to take off my shirt because I my know, wife it, will be too upset. Bull crap. You have a buzzer. As soon as that story came out, like, dude, do we really suspect, like, the next years that they wouldn't try and pull some crap like that? I, I'm not saying that it's that it's not true and that he I take didn't it. have a buzzer. But in the MLB's report, they did not have buzzers and that they right. didn't cheat in Guys, this is you the shit on the Astros the segment. This isn't, this isn't the get out debate of here whether they report. cheated or not. Cheated or not, yeah. The fucking report. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. That, I'm just saying. Listen, I, I, we're not reporters. I hate the motherfuckers We're fans. Too. I hate those guys too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did cheat. I think they did too. But... Just saying, Alex Bregman over here. The report, they didn't have anything. So I, I will, I will state my screw those uh, guys. My next, Bums. there you go. I will state my my point. So for for the next uh, shitbag uh, point um, in the segment, um, Carlos Correa is the most unlikable guy, Dude, like absolutely. in just on the on the planet Earth. Like not even in baseball, just on planet Earth. Yeah. So it gives me so much pleasure that he lost in such like devastating fashion i fucking hate that guy and if i ever see him in person i'm gonna yell at him like dude you fucking suck like i i literally can't stand him like, he was everything better about off him, his, his cockiness shut, his, yeah he just shut up like just be it, like there, there's nothing you could say that's gonna change our mind and you're not gonna like shove it in our face so like just shut up and just like and just deal with the precaution it, it really now, pi- it really pissed me off like go because we're gonna shit on the astros now it really did piss me off that they didn't get their title vacated they yeah. should have uh, I think it's you pretty look at all well, the, well, I'm just saying, like, you look at all these other baseball players who have gone through, you know, cheating scandals. You have Pete Rose with his gambling, uh, with the gambling thing, betting on games. A-Rod with the steroids. These guys, you know, they get crucified. A-Rod gets suspended from a, for a year. Pete Rose gets banned from the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, you know, the steroid guys. They're saying that they shouldn't even go in the Hall of Fame. But everybody's saying that this is the biggest cheating scandal, not only in baseball, but in sports. And you can't vacate these. It, it didn't make sense to me, man. Manfred yeah, handled it's it. total poorly. bullshit. The title should have been taken away. It should have. I will say, as I like, I've never. So one of the theories that I saw somewhere online was like the reason why dudes like Altuve really struggled throughout the season mm-hmm. is like they don't like being the bad guy kind of thing because let's yeah, be real the, like up the until villain this cheating, role yeah up until this cheating scandal i think a lot of people really liked el tuve because you know this little stocky guy who like hits the ball over the place really scrappy like he's yeah. a pretty fun guy but like i think that really weighed down on him whereas carlos correa like ate that shit up which yeah, and he, yeah. he embraced and it. It, it's it's like you hate love it or hate it baseball's a better sport when you have some dudes like that where like yeah. you have like a true like like, dude, when A-Rod was with, like, the Rangers, and even when the Rangers were ass, I used, yeah. I hated A-Rod, man. Yeah. When he went to Yankees, I hated I mean, him even It was more. even more, yeah. It's but always good kinda, to have that villain in baseball. But now always I kind of like A-Rod, so I'm, like, indifferent. 
the thing is, I think you can argue that, which is any most of humanity. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to like feel like like they're friendly and people enjoy being around them and enjoy them. So yeah, I can imagine that's a little bit stressful, but I don't feel bad because because yeah. you chose it, to do this. Yeah, exactly. You chose. You made these decisions. Yeah. The, the franchise and the organization kind of put it together, but they offered up that help, extra help to you, yeah. and you took it. Like, you could have not taken it, yeah. but you did. So, like, I don't feel bad for you. Well, even like, even even if he said he didn't take it, because, again, the report, but if you really dead set against cheating and using those cameras, why didn't you speak up to your team and say, this is wrong? You advocate we're, we're better for that than report this. one more time. I'm going to well, jump through this Zoom call. And hey, I still... Rip hey, off man. that Nick sweater. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it right now. Fuck yeah, so you'll do it already. I'll hold you back. No, All I'm right, just, guys, so what, okay. why, don't we, why don't we move past it, and then, and then each of you will, will uh, go ahead and give out your guys' uh, – why, why don't you next, Rich? You give, give us your, your Astros your... obituary. That's what we'll call yeah. this. Astros obituary. I mean, fuck you guys. I mean, that's like, you deserve it. Like, I mean, it's kind of crazy that they got to the ALCS, at, you know, with with everything that's been happening. But Chris brought it up. They didn't even finish the season over 500 this year. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, what's there to say? Uh, they're, they're still cheaters in my eyes. And I cannot wait until fans are back in the seats next year for a full 162 games because that will 100% have an impact on their season and, and I just how their careers go going forward. No, they will not. Absolutely not. And now, and especially now that they lost this series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way, man. It's not happening. All right, Robbie. Go ahead. Finish this off. Shout out to the man that's been managing for a lot of years, Dusty Baker. It's too bad that you had to – make some attempts with this Astros terrible Respect. team. Respect to him. I will say, I got my eye on Michael Brantley a little bit, even though he wasn't a part of that cheating as a Yan- uh, as a Yankees fan, maybe like a possible free agent acquisition. I don't know, kind of being a little uh, greedy there. Probably not. Unlikely. Because if your outfield isn't stacked enough, you have Clint Frazier coming off the fucking I know. Bench. We need we need a lefty bat. That's all I'm thinking. But it's oh, unlikely. I'm- <laughs> Big Hawks also- Mike Ford. Big, big hoss, Mike Ford. Um, also, shout out one time before I kind of shit on them. Framber, Framber Val, uh, Valdez, that dude is really good. Like, I was yeah. astonished by how he pitched. So those are literally the only yeah. bright spots on this Astros roster. But they got what they deserved. They actually had our hearts, like, ready. Like, we were about to die if they got to the World Series. And we were like, do we really have to deal with this? Like, do we have to go through this stress of not and uh, thank God that they lost. Yeah. Make sure that they never even get to that point ever again. Can I just ho- go back to Correa again, real quick? I'm sorry to interrupt. We, we go can, for we it. Can shit us, Correa. As, as Yo, long as the time has us. when he when Yandy Diaz took that walk and he was like, no, no, and Correa goes over and like starts talking to him like, dude, this doesn't even concern you, man. Yeah. Shut the hell up and get your butt back to shortstop. Like, I fucking hate everything about that guy. Oh, I just fucking man. hate him so much. The, the thing with Ken Rosenthal, oh. And I'm telling you, fit like you said, Chris, He's... the fans will not forget. and they. I hope not. I, really, I, I, I honestly really do. think I think the A's are going to win that division handily. Who else is in the – Don't jinx them. 
Don't jinx us. There's a lot. There's why do you? Why would you do that? We there's come on a, their podcast and you do you that. Get, that's what you guys hey, get. Hey, guys, guys. Hey, I, I, I. I said at the beginning of the year that we were going to just walk away with the division. And yeah, we did. We did. We did. So, so, so maybe there is no jinx. I mean, who yeah. knows? Knock on wood if you're with me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, so, the Astros yeah. might make the playoffs because that division is a little thinking about it. We got the Rangers. The Mariners. Angels, the Rangers, and the Mariners. It's not very good. Yeah. It's not very good. So they, <laughs> they, they might actually make the playoffs again next year. Well, they probably will. But who we knows? Got a lot of we'll uh, we got some pretty prime free agents. So we'll see what happens with that. And we also yeah. have a, a vice president who's been a part of the team for 30 years who might be leaving Probably too. So we'll to the Red yeah. Sox. Yeah. We're, yeah. What, what's the deal with Billy Bean? If we're so I, I've heard reports a, that he's going to the Red Sox. That there's no to- update yet, but basically he is part of a I guess you could call it a venture capitalist firm, and literally okay. all their their entire business is purchasing um, uh, major or uh, professional baseball uh, organizations or or teams or anything of that sort and they were the ones who purchased um the xfl okay Um, the reason why the rock got all that like publicity is because the rock is a part of that 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 ownership he's he's a he's a member he's on the board of that firm so they bought the xfl and um they're in line to buy a large portion of the fenway group um that is for sale I think that the Red Sox, which is pretty obvious with how they got rid of Mookie this offseason, they are um, looking for some money, and they're running out of it. I think their oh, owner yeah. is running dry. A little bit. So, and it's beautiful. So it, it, uh, Gosh, it's it looks like Billy Bean and his firm are going to jump in there and, and purchase that, and that would be a conflicting interest. So he'll have to sell his shares of the Oakland A's. Um, and then he's going to be um, a majority – or not a majority owner, but he's going to be an owner with the Red Sox. And I think part of the deal is that he would become the vice president – or the VP of baseball operations. No offense uh, to you guys since you are uh, – since he's moving on from you and it seems like that. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, it kind of seems like it a little yeah, bit. It, it seems it like does, he's kind of – It does. But um, no offense to you guys. all over again. No offense to you guys, I think it's uh it's kind of funny that he's going to bring his lack of getting over the hump to the Boston Red Sox, and I think that that will be a nice mix, and then they will not do anything more. That would be nice. That Look, would be we're nice. either we're either it's gonna if he ends up leaving, we don't want to dive too much to it because we got a World Series to talk about. But mm. if he leaves, we're either gonna be able to maintain the ship because the guys who we've had kind of successing him with. Dave Forrest are going to be able to do their job. Yeah, that. he'll just be promoted, yeah. and then he'll promote his assistant GM to GM. It'll... Yeah, exactly. Or we're going to turn to the Pittsburgh Pirates. There's no in between. Right. Or or it's going to force John Fisher to sell the team because he won't have Billy Bean putting together a winning team anymore as a scapegoat. So there's a lot of positives to it, potentially. We'll see. But let's move we'll on, see. and let's actually talk about the World Series. But we'll start yeah. off on a positive note, um, reminiscing on past World Series moments that we just love. Um, so basically we're all going to go around the room and we'll talk about what our favorite World Series moment was. Not from a, one of our teams, though, which obviously me and Julio don't have that because our team has never been to a World Series in our lifetime. But you guys do. But you guys I can't use that. three months old when Dennis Eckersley got that final out. And you probably five. remember it like it was yesterday, Vividly. right? Vividly. It was coming Clear down as from, day. My, from the earthquake. I vividly remember it. I wanted some milk. <laughs> um why don't you start us off then julio yeah so yeah i was three months old 
Uh, so before the pod, I, I, I mentioned, I, I'm not going to use this one, but one that's like one of my first World Series memories was actually the 96 World Series with the Yankees beating the Braves. And I specifically remember it because we were camping in like Reading or something. And we had a one of my uncles, um, rest in peace, shout out Uncle Greg. We were had a camper that we had. And no service anywhere that's before phones, but we had like an old TV with an antenna and we watched the final out there. So that was like, oh, those nice. are my first memories. Yeah. That's cool. But my favorite is actually probably 2016. We just talked about it. Game seven of the World Series the, between the Chicago Cubs and uh, oh, Indians. You stole my memory. You stole uh, mine hey, hey, too, man. Probably, yeah, I think I'm that's sorry. probably going to be all of ours. Yeah. Well, Were you at school, Robbie? Shout you out. When that well, happened? Shout out. I'll just say the player's name. UConn Nation, I'm wearing a shirt. Shout out my man Rajay Davis playing UConn Avery Point. UConn Avery Point, the boy. That That's my guy. And I just ran back and forth, up and down. I mean, Chapman's now on the Yankees, but I was just running up and down for saying, oh, my God, you really just did that, and you guys are about to blow it. That was probably the greatest baseball game I think I've ever seen, man. That was a good There's one. so Hands much down. high it's, drama, it, it, and so it, much it, hand it, drama, and then the fucking rain delay happens. They have oh to my stop god! The game. Save, and just like the, the drama Cubs. that that, like, that just everything about that with with just completely just adding to the drama yeah, of it. it. Was, I mean, it, it's just and and you, the story you hear the stories about Chapman crying in the locker room because he gave up the lead, and it's just like oh my god! I I had I had to wor- I I had a long day of work that day. I got home like. Right after the second inning, I was able to watch it, and then I had a really early day the next day, and I'm just up till 2 a.m., and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I am not missing this game. I don't give a shit. I will be dead yep. tired at work all day tomorrow. I'll just pound copy. It was one of those moments where like, missing this game. You had to watch it, and you, had, you remember where you were when you watched that game. It's one of those games where, yeah, you kind of had to drop everything that you were doing. You had plans at night, and you were like, oh, it's, well, I'm not doing that anymore because it went a little bit longer, and we were watching a little bit of baseball history, and at the end of the day, we saw the Cubs break 100 plus year old curse and it was a little bit extra for my own personal value it felt a little bit better because i really hated the city of cleveland after uh, the 2016 <laughs> after nba the, yeah, finals yeah so i was like you guys can't have two nice things um and they didn't and it, it in retrospective it so yeah and in retrospective it's pretty awesome looking at both of those lineups where a handful of the, both of those teams are going to have dudes in the hall and kind of seeing them where at the end of the day, a lot of them are pretty much kids at that point. I don't, like, I don't know so much about the Cubs anymore, man. I mean, a lot Rizzo of their talent in. is really. I think Rizzo's going to get in. Javi, Rizzo, Javi, Rizzo, still maybe a kid. Javi, Rizzo, maybe Javi. Chris Bryant is there. That's the thing. They're all still super young, and they all have a lot but of they've had a, already. They haven't had like, a good season since then, though. But they get... haven't had a good season since then. That's four years they haven't Rizzo's had good been, seasons. Rizzo's, Rizzo's had pretty great years, and so has Javi. David Ross was a bad decision. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say Javier by ba- Javier Baez is different. David Ross, yeah, that I, uh, that team's going to be broken up. The greatest thing about the greatest thing about that was it, it started off what was like three years of just great World Series like series. Like obviously the the Dodgers uh, Red Sox one was a little bit of a blowout because it was in six Ugh. games, but it had boring. one of the most fun games to watch. That like. Was it sixteen inning game with Evaldi and stuff like the Evaldi yeah, uh, game uh, or whatever? Yeah, it's been game amazing. three or game four. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah never I, pitched I just, for us like that. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Dude. Uh, but, yeah, the next year, the Dodgers and uh, and Astros, When remember when uh, after game six, McCullers, who's supposed to be pitching the next day, comes out, and he's warming up on the, on the field, like, during the postgame show, and, and A-Rod and, and, and Pop, Big Poppy are just like, what the fuck is going on? I've never seen this. Like, there was just so many iconic moments from those, like, few World Series. All right, so – if we, if us three had the same, uh, uh, Richie, what was yours? So I, it's funny because when Julio called me or called us, uh, I really had to think about it. But then, like instantly, there were three. I won't go like through a whole, you know. I'll just say the three that pop into my head. Mm-hmm. One, when David Wright lollipopped the freaking ball to first base and Eric Hosmer scored, going home, game five. I believe that was game five. Yeah, that that <laughs> only, series only went to five games. Yeah. I Wait, know, you mean Mets. David Wright, Lolly? Oh, wait, never mind, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I we yes, I think it was 2014. 15, 15, 2015. Or 15, yeah, yeah. Um, where Wright arguably made the biggest mistake, or he made the biggest mistake of the series. And I mean, I feel for the guy because he had such bad back injuries, but like. You gotta fire that freaking ball to first base, man. It's kind of the end of his Hosmer. career too. That like that one moment, like yep. he really didn't. He was, just, and it, it yeah, really it honestly it. summed up his career right there. Like guy was yeah. always hobbled, always hurt. Yeah. And I mean, what big moment did he ever really have with the Mets? You know, he I, caught a ball with one hand, bare hand. Caught a ball with one hand <laughs> and and got got a walk off home run against Mariano Rivera in the regular season. <laughs> I will never understand. Yankees fans hatred for the Mets. Yeah, they're the annoying to little brother. So one sided. Annoying. <laughs> yeah, but it's no, like, no, like, no, it's no. Kinda, it's, it's not one sided. It's like, it's, even it's, I could I be. We don't live time. in there. I think it's like we don't live there, so we don't really get it. We don't have to interact Bro, with it. But I'm it's very much like what we don't have any quarrels with you. You're just a pest. It, it's not the team. It's the hype that surrounds the team. It's like the freaking Knicks. There, there is so much hype that surrounds the team, and all I hear from Mets fans: "Oh, it's the manager, it's the co- it's the coaching staff. Your team the is not good." Steve Clippers. Cohen in there helps. Have, it's Clippers Steve Lakers. Co- exactly. It's the, it it yeah, all I, comes I, down I to with that one. It all comes down to ownership. Like ownership has done yeah, a shitty I, job of managing a team. They've had so much talent come through there, and they can never get it right. They somehow, some way, every ten or twenty years make it to a World Series appearance, but then they get fucking shithoused in the World yeah. Series. I mean, so it's just like... People, Mets fans get mad at me when I say this. Like, the only reason why they got to that World Series was because God came down and, like, touched Daniel Murphy and said, you're going to hit like a son of a bitch in these playoffs. And, and he did. And, and Jonas Cespedes. Jonas Cespedes was the one who just was hitting bombs at the right time. Every he, single... he had not a, in the playoffs, he, more not, so at the end yes, of the Yes, he was in the playoffs. He was oh, – but Murphy just took but, – but, Chris, what happened when Murphy stopped hitting? He didn't yeah, hit yeah, for yeah. squat in the smoked, World yeah. Series. That That's the only reason why I make that argument. When Murphy mm-hmm. stopped hitting – Shout out to my dude, Jonas Cespedes. Got that up here right quick. Worst trade – man – We've had that conversation, Julio, about Cespedes getting traded to Boston. I, we, I've, already, I've already aired out but, my grievances about it on here. I don't want to uh, talk about it anyway. Anymore. Your um, other two. Go for it. So the other two, freaking, I don't know if you guys will hate this one or not, but uh, the year before, 2014, when Mad Bum just single-handedly dominated. <laughs> dominated. like Greatest many, playoff he, performance of all time. Yeah, dude. He was just that good. 
what what was it? It was game one, game five, and then game seven where in he relief just, game in game relief, six and seven, and he pitched. I think he pitched like five innings, and he hit like and he hit like three home runs or something like that. Yeah, that it was, it was absurd. I mean, I honestly, it's probably like you just said, it's the greatest playoff performance I've ever seen by yeah. anyone. And like, yeah. Still, I wanted him to come to New York for years, but like, he's just I don't know if he would. I don't know how he would do in the city of New York. I don't think he's a Southern would. boy. He would not. I don't think he would, he would too. I think it's kind of, it's like Trevor Bauer. Like Trevor Bauer's an interesting guy. Like he's a free spirit. He speaks his mind. And Bumgarner's the same way. Like mm-hmm. you know, not a Northeast guy. I don't know how he would have done in New York, but that was he was unbelievable well, that postseason. Well, we have a, a phrase over here on the West Coast, which is Arizona is the Alabama of the West. So it makes sense that okay. that's where he ended up going. Um, yeah, but yeah, to this day, he's, on. yeah, he still has a zero ERA in the postseason, man. So that's, that, that's mind blowing. Yeah, he was, so dominant. it's kind of sad that the team he decides to take it to is the Diamondbacks. Uh, I know I could have, so, I thought go he was going to go to a contender. Like I really did. I yeah. thought he would have, I thought, I mean, was, a lot of people thought that the, the Diamondbacks were a contender at the beginning of the season. Though. That's true. They, cause they, they still had Marte. They still had a couple other nice people. I thought he was going to the Dodgers personally. Like I mean, I don't a... think he would do that to the Giants fan base. Like that, the Giants fan base does mean a lot to him. He wanted to stay, but yeah. they didn't want to sign him to that one additional year. One year is the reason why he didn't stay with the Giants. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That so, is... uh, what's your third then? Oh, last year when Washington, like it's so funny. We yeah. I didn't watch a Agree. single. I was so mad. I didn't watch a single game of that world that World Series until Game Seven, and I just got home from work in the Nets game, and I was like, you know what? Let me just pop on the TV. <laughs> and freaking Howie Kendrick, and I I called Robert, and I was like, you need to turn this game on right now. Kendrick I was not up. about it, and then I I turned it on. And I was like, holy shit! I if I <laughs> Julio and Chris, if you guys watched it, I think were the Astros up. In game seven, were they up yes. by a couple runs? Mm-hmm. Like a yeah, three, I think it was like two one. It was two one. It was an epic comeback. Like it was an epic comeback, Small and it was a, it was a, like a major like it was a huge double by Soto, I think, in like the seventh yes. or something Soto, like that. Soto, yeah, Soto had a big hit. I remember, and then yeah. I want to say Kendricks was either a game tying or a, was it game tying or his go was ahead. the game off winning. The his was the game it winning. Was off, right? I remember it was off the foul pole, and Strasburg, man, was he? Man, I I just remember how Howie Kendrick's home run that, and then they hit the turbo time in the dugout when they do that. Yes, <laughs> love that shit, dude. It, it all was three, sick. all three of their. I mean, Strasburg had an amazing series, but all three of their big pitchers just really just came up big in that fucking. But series. that's the thing, like, and, and you know what I loved about that team too? Analytics is it, it's what drives sports today, and like, yeah, I I think people. People use it as a crutch and not a tool. Like if you're, yeah. like if you're, tr- if you're trying to build a house, like a, a hammer is a useful tool, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna use one hammer to build the whole house. Yeah, like yeah. you can't just use analytics to for the whole thing. Maybe if the Rays win, I will take back those words. But the the Nationals said Dodgers are an analytics up. team too, though. Yeah, they're yeah, very but, analytical. But the yeah. but the Dodgers have but with players, money. man. Exact. That's the thing. Like, if you have the money, you need the like you get the players. Like they mm-hmm. went out, they got Mookie Betts. They they had Cody Bellinger in their system. They got these AJ players. Pollock, AJ all these Pollock. other guys. They have the money to go out and get these players. Like I look at Oakland. Like 
that's where Moneyball started. But like Julio, you told me that the A's, like their owner is one of the richest in baseball, but they didn't spend money on these guys. No, yeah, you're yeah. exactly and right. And that's you're the exactly thing. Right. Like the Nationals, and- the Nationals spent money on Scherzer. They gave Stra- did they give Strasburg a contract the year before after, last the year? Uh, he, no. This past off this past year, so, no, no, but a, I'm he signed like, a ten year deal this past season. But didn't they sign him to another contract before his big one? No, uh, that maybe was his rookie contract, did. I think, wasn't it? Okay, he, he probably had like something a, a like that three year deal or something. Yeah, maybe he had he like an extension. Maybe he had an extension yeah. from his rookie deal or something. Yeah. And then Corbin yeah. had the massive what was like but, six six or seven years or something like that too. Exactly. And, there you yeah, go. All, their, their, their top three rotation is is locked up for at least four more years. I think yeah. Max Scherzer yeah. still has like four Until years. Scherzer like, retires. Yeah. Exactly. But they went out and they spent the money. Yeah. That's the thing. Like analytics, it's a useful tool and everybody in baseball uses it. Everybody does. But for people who I, I just I can't get on board with the fact that analytics alone can solely win you a championship. Yeah, I agree. Rich, that's we've the been living with this for the last three decades now. And, and you're and preaching to the choir over here, man. I, that's I, I agree saying, that man. I agree that like, Dodgers the Dodgers are like a great a great mix of that, and that's actually a great segue into our our first question uh, for the for the World no, Series. No, hey, hold on. We got we got we got to hear your your uh, World Series, and then yeah. Robbie. I just I just said you it. Said the I agreed it was 2006. Oh, oh, okay, no debate. Yeah. But, I, but I, I will I will bring up one more one out. more one more fun little moment, which was uh, the. You guys are gonna hate this, but I don't give a shit. It's my podcast, uh, our podcast. Me and Julio. Thank well, you. Um, selfish, right? The the yeah, the um, the uh, Luis uh, <clears throat> two thousand one Luis Gonzalez with the blue Luis single. Luis Gonzalez, uh, yeah, singles. Pretty. We got amazing four moment. World Series before, so I mean, exactly. It's you, all guys, good. you guys, like, you guys, that you guys, one you, hurt. You'll man. deal with it. You'll deal like, with it. As bad you know, that as one hurt the most, was. though. Oh yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like oh four was awful, but two thousand one, man, like with everything that happened with 9-11 and, like, them riding out that dynasty, it just – it felt right for them to win that year. And then yeah. I freak it – one of two times that I cried for when the Yankees <laughs> lost. And that well, was the – I was so – my day was ruined. I was you know like, what, Richie? Sucks to suck. Too bad you're an adult. You got to get over it. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Since Julio already ruined my uh, perfect segue, we'll just do a fucked up one and just – let's just start talking about this World Series preview idea. Yeah, All right. World Series. So, everybody, what's uh, – we're going to start off with a really fun question, I think. What's your favorite thing about each team and, and something that they do baseball-wise that we can maybe look out for in, uh, in this coming series? And you know what, Richie? Let's start with you, actually. Well, I think the thing that I look with look at with the Rays is we were just talking about analytics and – it's funny because you look at the Dodgers. They're such they have such star power with Betts, mm-hmm. Bellinger, Kershaw, Young Bueller. Like he's not as big, but you guys know what I mean. The yeah. Rays, yeah. the Rays don't have like they have studs on that team, but there's no guy who you look at like who's top ten in jersey sales. Like yeah, they 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 started from the bottom and they worked their way up with analytics. So. Who would you I, hold on, hold on? Who would you say is their biggest star? Oh, I can't. Julio, what's his name? He's not even on the mic right now. Robbie, who is it? I would, I would say it's either Glass now or it's or it's Blake Snell. I think it's one of their pitchers. I, 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 don't, I don't, yeah. Know, maybe Brandon Lau. I mean, I don't. I, for like one hundred and four. For a split second. I would maybe say like Kevin Kiermeyer when he was making those catches was like the guy that was like in, putting himself in that. But n- by no stretch now would I say that. 
but I would have to go Blake Snell. Glasnow is now like there. The fact that they I would say they split it. I would say they both are like their poster True. boys. G Man yeah. Choi too. Don't don't sleep on G Man. Yeah. He's the boy. Yeah. Love me some love me some G Man. Anyway, sorry, keep going, Rich. No, but it's all good. I think the Rays the funny thing about the Rays is like they have no weakness. They mm-hmm. literally like their lineup is not as good as the Dodgers, but I think their bullpen is light years better, and I think their starting rotation is better than the Dodgers mm-hmm. right now. But I'm looking to see my biggest matchup that I'm looking for is will this high-powered Dodgers offense be able to get to these starting pitchers and relief pit? Will they be able to get to the starters early and get to the bullpen? Because we all know how they do that. Um, what's it called again? The the opener. Yeah. Like, let's see if the Dodgers can hit these starters out of the game, get the bullpen going a little bit earlier than they'd like to. The Dodgers have been experimenting with the opener, too. They did it today. And oh, yeah, that's right. May got it. too. Felt, yeah, real well. Freaking, I felt bad for that kid. But I think that's probably – that. that's the biggest thing I'm looking out for. And, like, the Rays are just – they don't have that – that big star on their team, but like I, I'm very intrigued to see like who that guy is gonna be in this series, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I feel like I went Dodgers? off topic your, a little what, bit, just a little bit. What's your favorite thing for the Dodgers? Before the Dodgers, is that gonna be at the star power and whatnot? Oh, it's gonna be that star power with Betts, yeah. that lineup. Like they're yeah. they've been loaded for years, and it's kind of it's kind of crazy because they've they've gotten to that pinnacle, but they haven't been able to like go over the top and i'm yeah. surprised that they've been able to keep this team intact for so long or the core guys like bellinger jock peterson like not yeah. saying that jock peterson is a star but they yeah i get, I get what you're core saying player muncie and those guys um yeah. yeah yeah so sorry that i'm rambling but yeah i want to see if this dodgers lineup is just gonna tattoo or have the ability to tattoo this pitching of the Rays. uh all right robbie what, what about you uh, there's nothing for me to be happy about in this series. I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of either team, especially not the Rays. But you don't have a favorite thing about either of these teams? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, if I, I like even, the color of their jersey. Fine. No, I like I like Dustin May's hair. That's I a good one. I didn't know you were going to come on this podcast so negatively. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'm here Robbie, to... Robbie, you sound like you need a Snickers. Obje- I thought you were a baseball fan and you wanted to celebrate <laughs> baseball. We'll, we'll do it for the podcast. We'll do it. But I think... Um, He's a Yankee fan. What do you expect? Uh, Richmond, you're a Yankee fan too. Um, so I think um, for I think it's the year for the Dodgers to finally get over the pinnacle, and I really think that it's because what I saw in that last series. Even though it scares you that the the way that they went down to Atlanta and Atlanta, I was I was rooting hard for Atlanta. I really like their young talent, but the way that the Dodgers came back from the three one deficit and fought their way back, and their offense just looked ridiculously good. Like, Will Smith playing great, Cody with that with the game winner, and the way that they've just – the vibe with the team is just making me think. I know if I had to think logically and say, yeah, the Rays I think are the most complete team, especially because their, their bullpen is all put together. I think their overall starting pitching is better. But then you look at the way that the – Dodgers 
lineup is constructed and then you kind of give them the advantage there and then less on the pitching. I just, I think it's the Dodgers year finally, and maybe it takes the COVID season to do it for them. I just, I just think it's going to be their year. I really do. I, the, the thing that Richmond mentioned that I think is going to be interesting how they handle it. And I would like to see that maybe they'll take the non-Yankees approach and maybe the second game where you do blow them out in the first game then you don't say, oh, we're going to start a guy for three innings or for three batters and then take in a new guy that's not that really good and then let us just beat ourselves up. Somehow, so that- some way, you guys always get back to the Yankees. It's it's fucking blowing Gee, my you mind. Just- <laughs> East Coast bias well, over here with you. Did, the, did, they, did they not this. just play? Did they not play the Tampa Bay Rays? Oh, are and- they in the World Series? This is news to me. I I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying this as a point that like literally the A's not play the Dodgers in the regular season the the only the only way that the Dodgers are going to lose a series I think is if they stray away from their game and they try and play the Rays game somehow because there is going to I think there's going to be a point in the series where they they lack some starting pitching and they're going to need to do because they did it in this game seven they're going to have to do some sort of I think that's kind of telling too with Kershaw man like I I think Roberts made the right decision. I do not trust Kershaw in October. I just no. Yeah, he so he I, actually I said man. earlier today before the game that Kershaw was available to pitch and I was texting a couple of Dodger fans and everyone's like no. Don't no. put him in. Don't even don't do it. do it. We're not dealing with this again. You pulled this last year. Let it he so. pulled the Peyton Manning. Let him get his ring. The Clay Clayton, here's your World Series ring. Now go sit over there. He's not you necessarily know, like, running the team like a quarterback, though, so I don't know if that's well, kind of a similar Mike, the, analogy. The point, I get what you're saying. That, like, Peyton Manning you, you can barely I mean? throw the ball in his last season. He really didn't do much with the defense that won in that Super Bowl. We get, exactly. we get, we get it. See, Julio, it's like, Dwight, it's like Dwight Herrick in his ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel uh, bad for the guy because he's a hell of a pitcher, but, you know. I I I just I would not trust. I'm, I'm I think Roberts was smart. I think we're all with tonight. you. I mean, Dodger fans. He just who just said Dodger fans even admitted it today. Yeah, so, no, I mean, no, everybody, everybody knows that it, it it's it's we yeah. like they know how fantastic he is, and they've seen him from day one. It's just the anxiety that the history of it is just not worth the dilemma. It makes you the more anxiety. stressed out to watch yeah, than it yeah. does than it does it like enjoyable and like you know taking in the moment. Yeah, what um, game three like. There were they did they have fans in the crowd that day for game yeah. three? Yeah, they've yeah. had uh, fans. It wasn't even series. full, and he freaking still gave up home yeah. runs. Yeah, man. I feel for a lot the guy. of Dodger fans. A lot of Dodger fans in that ballpark. It seemed they were going bananas yeah. for like every Dodger moment. Uh, Julio, what about you? What's your favorite thing for each team this series? This series? Uh, I had to step away for the moment when we were talking about like the face of the Rays. I had to deal with the cat dilemma, uh, but. Uh, you got to throw Austin Meadows out there for what he did last year, but also Tyler Gosnell is also one of the most handsome men in baseball. So you got to give him his two cents there. Yeah. My homeboy's out here. My homeboy's out here looking like Killian Murphy, the scarecrow from Batman begins. Give him his two cents. He deserves it. Uh, But what makes this team great? I think for the Dodgers. Well, your favorite uh, thing, your favorite thing. Yeah. But my favorite thing, one, I love when Mookie gets a double and he does like the ass smack thing. You know what I'm talking (laughs) about? He does this thing. Hilarious. But for actual baseball side, uh, they, as much of a team full of boppers that they have, where you know the power between one through five in that lineup, they don't depend on it. They do such a great job of just situational hitting where they're going to be hitting and running to score position well when they have a huge blowout in game three. Mm -hmm. A lot of those runs came from just 
doubles and singles and just getting guys in, which is coming from a t- from a fan of a a team that really is dependent on the long ball. It's kind of relieving that you're seeing teams that are willing to kind of take counts and be patient and wait on those pitches and being able to put stuff into the right part of the field when they really call to instead of relying on the long ball. Uh, but when it comes to the Rays, though, I think one thing I noticed big from this series is their defense is insane. They have an elite defense. I don't have I don't have metrics to back it up, but it seemed like almost majority of the time when they were hitting the Astros were hitting the shit out of ball and coming from watching a whole series of them with the ALDS against the A's. We know how hard they, these guys hit the ball and how great they are at placing it. But Kevin Cash and the team did a, such a fantastic job. Also former Yankee, great Kevin Cash uh, did such a great job of just working in those, those uh, shifts out there with the infield and right. Those at one point, I can't remember what, it, I, what the I, actual shift was, but they had like, Nobody in the infield against, I think, Bregman. I think in Game 7 at one point where everybody was just playing super it really shallow yeah, infield. The four-man outfield. outfield. Yes, yes. So there, it, it's as much. You, everybody hates the shift one way or another when it doesn't work for them or when it does work for them kind of thing. And uh, I think that's going to be the one thing. If, they're, if the Rays are really going to pre- win this World Series, they're going to have to rely on that of just kind of the – intuitiveness of working in that shift and being able to know where their ball is going to go when it comes off the bat. It's so funny. You bring up the shift because would you guys, cause you guys watch the Dodgers all the time being on the West coast. I assume are the Dodgers. So you would think so, but because of how janky the cable package is out here, I can't watch. Oh yeah. I've heard the cable is where it's a nightmare. Out there. You can't watch them unless they're on national TV. So I watch them if they're on ESPN Damn, or Fox sports, man. Yeah. but that's it. Uh, and I have to go is, deep wasn't dive into Reddit. Comcast or something. Spectrum. Spectrum. So they they just they bought these rights to it, and you have to have their cable company to do it. It's so stupid. They don't have like a streaming app like on Apple TV or Amazon or anything. So you're kind of shit out of luck. And you guys can't do MLB TV because the game would be blacked out on your area. Damn. But Um, so would you guys? But sorry, I'll be real quick about this. You, Julio, you brought up the shift. There was a particular at bat. It was Game Six when the Rays had three, because I think the shift could be a problem. The Rays had three infielders on the left side of the infield playing Springer for the pull. But as much as I hate the Astros, they are very good at adjusting to in-game situations where it's like, oh, Springer sees that there's a freaking wide open hole on the right side of the infield. He was late on the pitch, but he went with the pitch and it went out to the right side of the field where nobody was, Astros take the lead. So I guess my question to you guys is, are the Dodgers so, like guys like Bellinger, yes, I could see this. Are the Dodgers so pull heavy that they won't even think about doing something like that, like in a, in a big series like this? I Go ahead, Julio. You, you take this one. Yeah, uh, definitely guys with like Bellinger, Muncie, uh, are pretty – Pull heavy. Uh, JT Justin Turner is a pretty pretty much all guy. their their star stars are very one dimensional hitters. So yeah, yeah. they're gonna be fucked for that. Yeah, but, but they're like, like that's they, what but makes but they're like so... next level stars. They can but adapt kind to of any game. What makes any this team obviously what makes this team more different than last few years is having Mookie Betts there, man. When yeah, you exactly. Have a guy who's who can 
kind of spray the ball over the place and he doesn't mind legging out a single into a double yep. if it kind of hits the right spot in the outfield. It's so that's nice. Something... Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. And, I didn't. No, I was going to say uh, just from the times I have been able to watch the games and talk with Dodger fans over the last couple of years, uh, you would have never thought that's like the key missing piece with this team because of how dominant they have been over the last three, four year run. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, it kind of makes you let's go and take this moment. Just laugh at the Red Sox. Yes. Right. I was just that about was to say stupid. It's us. about time, but like Alex Verdugo is going to be, Alex Verdugo is going to be a stud. Yep. God, he's, damn. Not, he's not going to be Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is no, probably no. already in the Hall of Fame. Who did they even get in that trade besides Alex Verdugo? Verdugo. Oh, and, and some and dude and Jeter or like Jeter. I don't Jeter know. Downs. Yes, something like that. And I don't and, know and the Dodgers got freaking Mookie Betts and David Price. It was just, it's ridiculous. That's but, the thing uh, too. They're some, probably yeah. we did even get to see different prices pitches yeah. here. So, you know, so who can I can I just touch on your your question real quick? So yeah, go for it. Again, like they're they're. There's like main stars, the ones that get all like the flash or on ESPN who like sports talk radio talk about, which is like obviously not this year because Mookie Betts is probably their best player. But before that, you know, Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson and and like Max Muncie, those guys are very one dimensional hitters. They do yep. exactly what they do. They hit the long ball and they pull it really heavy pull. And and uh, which is why you always see a shift with those guys and which is why you always see sometimes like Muncie more than other guys, but you always see those guys get taken out in like the sixth or seventh inning so they can um, be a little bit more versatile in games when they're like down by a run or games that they're like tied up so they can get a a, a bat that's in there that can do a little more. But they're like just next level stars. Like they're, they're Corey Seager's, they're Justin Turner's and uh, uh, I mean, that's probably it. And Will Smith's like those guys, Chris can, Taylor. Uh, Chris Taylor. Those guys can adapt to any situation. They are the most versatile hitters probably in all of baseball, which is why they're so successful because they're mm-hmm. they're better than than a lot of teams' best players. Like, you know, you look at like a like the Arizona, like they would be stars in Arizona. Um, but but they're they're not quite like that level. And then they did they just didn't have that like just fucking superstar that could was also versatile. And then they got Mookie mm-hmm. Betts just like just like to Julio, what Julio just said, and he can do it all, and he can adapt in those big yeah. games. He can get those big hits and also make these big plays in the outfield. So it's just like it's totally pushed him over the top. It shows you. It kind of shows you tonight, dude. Who hit the yeah. game tying home run? Kike Hernandez. Yeah, that was and, my hope is who future was, Oakland A. Who was the yeah. and who was the MVP uh, of the series? Corey Seager Corey because Seager. he could adapt to the all guy the situations. Man, trading bombs. multiple times. That guy, I think if it was 162 games, I don't know how well he would have played. But I got could he, Corey's awesome, man. Corey's like, so good. He I, well. I could not disagree he more. He's so good. Yeah, man. He's he's an awesome. Yeah. It's just he's had the bad luck, but. Um, Robbie, sounds like West Coast bias. What do you think? Yeah, it sounds like West Coast bias. Sounds, sounds well, like I, West Coast I, bias over I, here. I want to. Every I wanna time say you guys have said a remark, it's just like <laughs> just like the Yankees. Like we haven't done that about the well, A's no, once. I, I'm just kidding. I know, he throws I know, the I, ball I, like I, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the funny but, thing is, go ahead, Robbie. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Home, uh, we'll, we'll so, so, um, like you made the point of the like all these kind of pieces that you can kind of switch in and out when, or not switch in and out, but like not the Cody Bellinger or um, the Muncie Butler or, or the Mookie bats when they, when they need to, because they can adapt to any hitting yeah. situation. Any so position. those guys like Chris Taylor and everyone, 
the thing that is on the Rays side that I'm just like extremely interested to see. Now they don't have anyone particular that jumps off the like the ESPN highlights so much that you or you get ready to see in spring training that you're like, oh, I want to go see this guy immediately. Like you don't say, I want to go see a Razarena. But yeah. he is literally performing like those guys in the postseason. Like he's performing like a, MVP, an MVP Cody Ballinger. Yeah. So I'm really I'm really interested to see if a guy like Arezarena can stack up and be that big time guy, and then those little pieces. This are is those, probably his coming out party, dude. Yeah. yeah. And because he was in St. Louis last year, and he didn't, I think I, I remember looking at his games. I think he was around forty games played, and you know he had an okay average, but he didn't get opportunities. And now he gets an opportunity throughout this the sixty game stretch, and the dude is on fire. So I'm I'm extremely excited to see that kind of dynamic and matchup because the Rays don't t- particularly have like a Cody Bellinger or even a Corey Seager really that jumps off like oh that's a huge young talent star that is just like. They just have all these little pieces that you would see come up from the Dodger system, like a Chris Taylor or someone like that, mm. and you just want to see. Uh, it's going to be extremely interesting. Like the lineups is going to be how they perform against. It's going to be crazy. Well, the crazy thing to kind of like talk about Randy Rosarina, who's just became like a household name over the last two weeks. So he was a part of the Jose Martinez trade. Remember him? From yeah, the Mar- and he's—I don't think he's even on the Rays anymore. But it was a very questionable trade because the Rays gave up like their top pitching prospect with Matthew Libertor to Cardinals, and was like, "Why would you do that?" And shit, I didn't even thought about like I—I I was doing the the uh, Rick Dalton point meme at Rich when he was like, "Oh, it looks like uh, Juan Soto out there." I'm like, "Shit, he's already dude. He's just hit, hit the most. Excuse me, he's had the most total bases." ever for any rookie in the postseason and he still got the world series to like extend that out man how do you think the cardinals feel like it's funny you bring up the cardinals they gave up him luke voigt and rich don't bring up a yankee they'll get no no no. i'm not saying i didn't bring you got one lakey game you know what no no no, no. and there's a third guy tony reality mute button no, I'm just saying the cardinals have given up so many top players because like they like, because they had Goldschmidt at first, and then is there? I don't even know if their outfield's loaded, but they've just given up so many top players. And well, they had a Marcelo Ozuna too. Ozuna, that's the other walk. one. They let him walk because yeah, he had a bad. Harrison Bader's supposed to be pretty legit, but like that, nothing happened with the Cardinals this season. Yeah, yeah. Sucks to be a Cardinal, I guess. Right. I don't know. Chris, no, yeah, they've uh, they've had their World no. Series. Bellinger's yeah, got a they, pretty swing, man. I'm watching replays of this bomb, yo. <sighs> Dude, he, that's one of my favorites. That was the most Holy. New York sounding just yeah, statement wow. I've ever heard in my life. You see those fucking bombs? Yo. <laughs> see, can I can I just go back to that? When when I was at Disney with Julio, like Julio always told me, he was like he was like everybody could tell you're from the East Coast because I get and like everybody thought I was from New York and they're like, "Well, why don't you just say you're from New York?" And I'm just like cuz I'm not. I'm from Connecticut, like I mean, so okay, all right, tri-state tri- area, yeah, it's the same fucking shit, dude. You guys all have the same accent. We're just, we're just all those, uh, we're just those... loud East Coasters. No, we're, we're just the fuckboys that come through on the, uh, on the, the, the Metro North train up to Yankee Stadium and like to act <laughs> that like is we're. True. That we like to act like we're uh, we're the New Yorkers, but really we're just Connecticut Connecticut kids oh, yeah. just making we, ruckus we in the bleachers. The, oh yeah, 
Oh, what, what part of Brooklyn are you from? Hartford. <laughs> Chris, uh, we haven't got a chance to touch to you yet. What, what, what do you? What makes these teams specialty? What do you like about them? For, uh, I mean, like the the Rays, everything. I like everything about the Rays. Everything they do, they just play baseball like the 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 original correct way. And it's the and, and like obviously with analytics involved as well. But they just like they just fucking do everything. Their starting pitching's great. They play great defense. They play small ball when they need to. They they move runners up when they need to. It's not just like fucking striking out or just fucking hanging and banging and just swinging it out of the park. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like every, it feels like every team has switched to that format in the past three years. And the, the Rays have stayed true to kind of like analytics and, you know, scoring when we need to. And it's fucking yeah. worked. It's they, fucking worked. That's the thing the Rays do so well. They like, they buy into the system and not yeah. every team in baseball wants to do that. But the Rays have somehow found that niche. They're like every single guy on that roster is like, nope, this is this is our identity. This is who we are. And and, and because and of their, that, and their pen is good, but it's not like stacked. Like, and they didn't like invest a ton of money into it. It's no, like it gets the those, job done. Those guys can throw, man. They, they can. They can. But, but I'm saying, but I'm clutch. saying, like, so it's not like it, they didn't have. Who was it? Who won the World Series with the bullpen? It was uh, Kansas City. Kansas City, and people were just like. That offseason, people were just, like, panicking to try and got, find their, like, three yeah. like, bullpen core guys. And, like, the Rays were just like, no, we got guys. Like, we're good. Like, we'll, like, yeah. we'll, we'll bring them up in the system, and they'll they'll, they'll get the job done. They've developed. Um, for the Dodgers, I just, like, it, it's not really baseball. It's more just, like, watching them. I, I just like how much fun that they have playing the game. Like, and they show it on the field. They're not, like, cocky like the Padres or the Astros. They're not, like... Well, the Astros are kind of like cocky, but asshole cocky. Where like the Padres are like cocky, like young kids who look like they're just like having fun and like to say it in your fi- like do it like throw it in your face. The Dodgers just look like they just enjoy like hanging out with each other and playing baseball. They're like a they're like a a beer league softball team out there. Like they're just like shooting the shit and having a blast. You know, like do you think they're pressing though? Don't you think they're pressing? Like they they kind of think okay, this is our next like where you got back to the World Series. It's in the back of their mind that they're saying. We don't win this. Like Dave Roberts could have some issues. I, I don't. I'm not a Dodgers fan, but if it's up to me and I get to the World Series three years, that's the reason that they got rid of Donnie Baseball. Yeah. He was there in NLCS and kept getting there and kept getting there, and they had to get rid of him. And it's like, are we going to be? It it's a shortened season and it's the COVID season, but it's another time. If they don't win this year, there's going to be some serious questions asked about this core, it other than maybe felt- Bellinger and bets and everyone it still felt really loose in the clubhouse and they still felt like it seemed like they're having a good time they're getting up they're excited when you know something good happens and they're cheering each other on i don't know that's the way that i've seen it i haven't really seen them super like fucking stressed out but i mean i don't know maybe maybe i missed a a few like innings or something like that well it doesn't they they came back they came back three one so it doesn't seem they seem pretty put together but i would say that the rays are a different animal in terms of the way they play i think that they were able to get to the braves a little more with their with their pen and everything so they're not necessarily the same same animal but yeah i get so like to kind of like harp on that a little bit what kind of makes the dodgers not just terrifying right now but for a while is like the elder statesman guys, if you look at the rosters, are going to be like Kershaw, who's what, 30, 
32, 33. Yeah. yeah. Justin Turner, who I think is like 33, 34. He's 35, right dude. No, 35. he's hella old. He's 35. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but they're core guys who have already been to the World Series and have already had these accolades with Cody and Corey. Kershaw's and only 32. Yeah. Oh, my one, God. One. Mookie's already won. Yeah. Dude, they're yeah. all still in their 20s. That's what makes this shitty. Yeah. And guess what? They still have dudes who we haven't seen hit their stride yet with, like, Will Smith. You already mentioned him earlier. Their farm system Gavin is Lux. stacked. It's crazy. Gavin Lutz is gonna, is was supposed to be, a, like, a breakout this year. It didn't happen yet. But that's it. That's what makes them scary to me is, like, like, we don't know if this is their peak yet because of how young a lot of this team still is. I right, feel like uh, – Oh, go for it, man. I just I th- I think we should move on to like uh to something else that kind of like just talk about a different part of the game. But you can go ahead fin- finish, fin- finish. No, I say. I think my biggest concern with the Dodgers is who you got closing. I mean, Jan did I don't think Jansen closed tonight, but he did close yesterday, and I know that he's had heart problems and like Julio like Jansen's one of those guys who's been in the World Series, who's pitched in big games, and he has that experience. But this year. And, Chris, you said the Rays are a perfect team. Like, it looks like they have no weaknesses. And I think that Rays lineup, when they see Jansen come in, they're going to be licking their lips, and they're going to be like, let's freaking go. And they're like, is Jansen going to be able to – Can he? is his cutter going to cut? Is he going to be able to put velocity on that fastball? And if he can't, are you going to bring in Joe Kelly? Who are you going to have? Blake Trinan? Well, that, I, think that's, that's I think that's going to be the Achilles' the, heel. For I the think Dodgers. that's one of the best things about the Dodgers. I think the the best the, the thing that they do best is they have great middle relief that get them through the six, seven, eight inning. Like it's the ninth inning that it typically had they have an issue with. So it's about getting a lead enough of a lead where you don't have to be so stressed out and worried when you do get the chance because you have you can rely on the guys who's going to come in. Maybe it's the fifth inning, but you know, five, six, seven, eight, and they're just going to get their job done. And they, I mean, they kind of proved it today that it, it worked. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine was shut out. Jansen, Jansen did have a game where he gave, didn't he give up like three runs in the bottom he did, of the ninth? Yeah, he has the occasional, so, like he fucks up. But like every, yeah. every closer does. Yeah. Every closer certainly does. If there is one weakness that I've had that I have to pick for either team, it's the Dodgers bullpen that I don't want to say scares me, but it's definitely something that I would think about. But you know, the championship pedigree or getting to the World Series, like Jansen's been in those big games. So we'll see. Like, but that's the biggest concern I have for both. I think this is a fantastic transition to our next topic, Chris. Yeah, which is one hundred percent. Yeah, one point. I'm glad we restart. We got the ball rolling for us, Richmond. You're like you're three hours ahead of us, but you're you're three <laughs> I'm, miles ahead I'm too. Good man, I which try. is uh, what needs to improve for both these teams to become a successful team. Um, I'll go ahead and start off the top here since I, I think it's our last time for the Dodgers. Uh, you kind of touched on a little bit, but I think as a bigger picture, uh, Dave Roberts needs to learn to not put so much faith faith into the his guys that have been questionable in the past. So what I'm trying to say with that is uh, what I mentioned earlier with like Clayton Kershaw, like, oh, he's ready to go. But we've known for this whole postseason, we know this for his whole career outside of, I think, 2017 or 18, we had a pretty sync postseason. It's like you can't rely on him in the postseason. It's just that's it's a factor now. But he's got a pitch. No, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. 
same things happened with Canley Jansen. But he's got to be like, on a short leash. That's the thing. Yeah, he never absolutely. does that with him. I think he never does that in the postseason. He acts like he's still Clayton Kershaw from 2014, and he's going to just light it up in the regular season. He's got to have a short leash with him. Actually, Chris, I think you pinpointed a better way of me of articulating it, which is like we understand you have your guys. Um, if anybody has watched Ted Laszlo yet, Anybody? No? Okay. That's fine. Crickets. Great show. <laughs> Apple TV Plus. Fantastic show. Chris, highly recommend. But you have to learn that, like, these are your guys. These are people who've gotten you here consistently over all these years, but you have to be okay with them not playing and putting them in these pivotal roles. So mm-hmm. something like Clayton Kershaw, where he was excellent this season, way better than anybody ever anticipated, and he hasn't performed in the postseason right now. Somebody like Kenley Jansen, who – came back from having COVID. We've noticed previous health scares or health scares with his heart issues. And he's had a pretty solid bounce back year as well. But he's still showing those postseason jitters. Dave Roberts needs to be okay with if you see any sign of fatigue with either one of those, get somebody warming up instantly. Yeah. And he needs to learn that quickly. He's been through this for two World Series now. He had a postseason last year. And you have the middle relief to do it, too. So, like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, like, this is, like, sure, you're not going to have another lights-out guy out there, but you have somebody who's going to be out there to fucking throw down, like, for my favorite name in baseball, Bruzdor Gadrol, or, like, uh, Julio Urias. What a name. Yeah, fantastic name, by the way. But he needs to be okay with just pulling the guys out. Yeah. For the Rays? Right. Yeah. What about for the Rays? Okay, cool, yeah. Um, what I've noticed is they have a Oakland A's issue, which is they seem pretty dependent on the long ball. Um, th- throughout the last couple games of that Astros series, it seems like the, all their runs are getting generated off of home runs and just playing the lights out defense. Because they had down. to kind of play, they had to kind of trade trade long ball for long ball because they were because yeah. that's all the fucking Astros were doing, and they gave up a lot of long balls in that series. Exactly. But it's like, if that's the game that you're going to want to play in the World Series against the Dodgers with that lineup, you're not going to win it, man. Like, unfortunately, that's just the reality. Whereas, so like, that's that's my point, and I have an interesting stat for you. Can I just throw that in there real quick? Yeah. Oh, here so, come the analytics. Oh, boy. No, I'm I'm, no it's, it's not I'm just analytics. kidding. Not I'm analytics. just teasing. Go ahead. Um, so the, the Rays and the ALCS, ALCS hit six home runs, okay? Only six. Mm-hmm. They gave up from the Astros nine home runs, which is a lot in a series. That's that's quite a bit. That's me, but the, that's what the Astros do. They hit the fuck out of the ball. This past NLCS, the Dodgers hit fourteen home runs. So they're pretty much a team that's at this point designed to do that to the Rays again. So if they want to win this series, they're not going to win it by giving up those home runs. So I just it's stats to go on to your point, basically. So, Robbie, because because you are the only ba- baseball player I know, and Julio brought up the point with Kershaw, because, you know, you played with Gators and all that stuff. If you're a coach, and you're up, let's say you're up by three runs, and you got two runners on, and the tying run comes to the plate, you keeping Kershaw in the game? Absolutely not. <laughs> Dude, his history, is, his history is just, it's, it's too... How about one? How about just one runner on first base? What That's inning is it. it? What inning is it? Uh, we'll go bottom four, bottom of the fourth inning. You're up by two runs. If it's early, or no, in the you're se- up by if 
If it's early yeah, in the okay. series, yeah. I could say maybe because you trust the offense and it's earlier in the game. But really, at this point, I say 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 this four years ago, and I could say, okay, you know, give, it's Clayton Kershaw. He's got to prove it to himself. But he's just he's shown that he can't. He he's just has that bugaboo. It really he does. He it just plagues him for whatever reason. So when it comes to Kershaw. That's kind of where I'm at with him. But another point that I was going to say for the Rays, when you guys were talking about the offensive side of the ball with the de- with the pitching, I don't know if you guys noticed kind of the social media video coming out on for, I think it was game six when Blake Snell was pitching. He looked super pissed off with uh, Kevin Cash. Now the runners were on base and it you looks like a come sheet. out of the game that one game, Yeah, right? what's it, was was that the clip when he was like, "What the fuck are we yeah. doing?" Yeah, he, yeah. He's like, "What the fuck are we doing? What what are we doing?" And two runners on and Cash didn't feel comfortable in the situation. Houston ended up winning the game. So and it started to look like they were going to lose a, it started to look like the Rays were going to lose a series, but my kind of thing I would like to see for, if I'm a Rays fan and I'm looking at what they're doing is what is Cat is Cash going to trust those three starters and what's his leash with them kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum from where the Dodgers are and what are they going to do with those three stars and I it really comes down more so with Blake Snell for like I tr- Charlie Morton is looking even though he was a he's cheater insane. he's looking crazy good Glasnow is looking. He benefited from the cheat. Yeah, that's Pitchers true. That's true. Did. That's true. That's true. But with Glasnow, Glasnow, he's been pitching like a stud. So, mm-hmm. But I also he kind of gets a little wild. That if the dude's throwing one on one, what are you going to do if he doesn't look like he has it that day? And same thing with Snell. Snell yeah. throws. Snell is shown to throw a lot of balls, and you know walk a good amount of runners. So kind of with the Rays, it's what is Kevin Cash has done a really good job at this. And maybe early in the series, is he going to want to waste a lot of long relief guys? What is he going to do? Is he going to take, like, I, I think it was one of the series he put in Castillo pretty early. And I was like, whoa, is that going to hurt them on the back end? So kind of managing how long the starter's length and then when they may get to a game four, depending on what it's looking like and how they're going to manage it. But that that's a big kind of thing to look at for the Rays is how are they going to deal out with the starting pitching, you know, a lot of the same of what what are you going to do if fucking Kershaw goes out there and decides oh you know are we going to keep him in unlikely so that's something I I would look at for the Rays for sure. Sweet, I felt. Okay, I was okay, say, yeah. I feel like you guys have the the insider information over here about the Rays. Yeah, because definitely you're in another way. time. You're in like a whole nother like country subvision from the Rays where you can actually watch the games. Oh yeah. Like I, well, they, I, I yeah, just, they play the Yankees. Like, what is it? How many division games do you have? They, dude, they're freaking a bunch, good, man. A, a bunch, bunch of times, just, bro. Yeah, there we go. Like Chris said, man, they're they're perfect. They just they dominate everybody. It's funny. Scary. It's funny you brought up that point, Robbie, about about their their pitching with kind of like their their starters after their top three. Because um, my one of my notes also was with the Dodgers. Like they got to figure out their three and four starter. Like they yeah. really do. Like. Like, I mean, I guess you could argue their number two starter too, because Kershaw is not reliable. But you know, you got Bueller at the top; he's going to be fan- fantastic. 
Um, Dustin May has been just all over the board the entire postseason. Like he has these <laughs> fucking lights out innings, and then he just gets blown up the next one. Yeah. Um, Urias looks fucking good though. So I mean, yeah, shout out, shout out to oh all the Julios my, in the world. Yeah. Shout out to the Julios. I mean, Julio oh my schoolyard. So there's definitely God. something reliable with him. But like, are you going to use him as a, as a reliever? Or are you going to use him as a starter? Like it's weird. Like like Dave Roberts is all over the place with these roles. Like, and are you going to utilize the opener again too? Like I don't know. I feel like personally i'm i'm more of an old school type of guy like you have to have four starters going into a playoff series and those are the guys that you ride with but uh and especially now because they're not playing seven games in a row they're gonna have the the normal breaks in between it's one two no day i think off. i think they still are playing seven games no they're in not row. they're having they announced it today they're having one two a day off three four a day off one uh one two a day off three four Four or five a day off, and then six and seven. Oh, they caved because they were supposed to play all the way through. That, weren't they? Or? I mean, that's that's what they announced today on Fox. So, oh, okay. So, oh, not yeah. Not down, so the not down so the off- resources because like that was a big thing at yes, like when we were getting set set up for the playoffs yeah. because they were teams. I guess were upset because it was wild card day off, and then straight and into then, it straight into it that's what they were talking about and like the players and the teams weren't happy about that but mm-hmm. that's good for the players that they'll get that one day off in between mm-hmm. yeah uh, real, two and three uh real quick i don't think we actually talked about it yet but the actual like game schedule game yeah. one and two will be on tuesday and wednesday so the 20th and the 21st thursday is the day off game three will be on the 23rd game four on the 24th game five the 25th so friday through sunday baseball oh that's gonna be Awesome Finally, weekend. weekend baseball again, yeah, dude. Thank God, man. Um, Monday, off day, and then game six, if possible, will be on the 27th. Chris, we're going to have a hard time watching either the World Series or the Bachelorette. We'll see. And then Wednesday, the, the 28th. <laughs> I think the World Series will be over by then. I'll, but, I'll, uh, I'll watch it on Hulu the next day. Like, I'm that's right. Hulu has live much. sports, too. Uh, but game seven, if, if it happens, will be on the 20th. Um. Oh, all right. Uh, Rich, did you say? Did you say what your your things are? Your things that uh they need to avoid or need to improve on? Well, I just think the Dodgers. Um, I just think just try try to avoid the bullpen as much as possible. I guess. I yeah. mean, oh, that's right. Yeah. Just yeah. Just I feel like that's their biggest weakness. I mean, and avoid having Kershaw pitch in high pressure situations because we all know how that usually ends so yeah and for the Rays I mean I'm trying to think because in games four five and six against the Astros it it really looked like they were starting to press and it's just and they were not swinging at good pitches like I think their batting average in those three games was like 094 yeah so just if you're the Rays just don't don't press in the box. Stick to your stick to what you've always done. Like I guess that's the that's that'd be the biggest thing for the Rays, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right. So why don't we finish it off with some predictions? Yeah. Um. Julio, do you want to start? Yeah. First and foremost. So let's say this is how we're gonna do it real quick. Uh, we're gonna do our series winner overall, our MVP, and then if you have an insane take. For the series, like prediction right. or take, like yeah, same prediction. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the World Series winner, just something that's kind of nutty. I've been thinking about this all day because I knew the Dodgers were going to win. Um, 
I Chris kind of hit it on the head where it's just like the Rays are kind of like uh, the master of none, but like they're not bad at anything. Like they're they're on point with everything. But I twenty twenty such a crazy year where I think we this is the time where the Dodgers finally push through. I think the the long arms of the pen when you got guys, if you really going to play that game, if you have like an Urias or a Goslin or Dustin May, who are going to be out there as your potential number four starters on your, um, like a bullpen day, you kind of have to give them the advantage. So I think this is going to be pretty tight though. I'm going to go the Dodgers in seven. And I, my world series MVP is going to be Mookie Betts. He's been making a, ton of huge plays throughout the series his bat wasn't all the way there but i think this is when his bat comes alive during this post during this world series run and my insane prediction i think this is going to be a super tight series like nothing's going to get blown out of proportion no team will score more than five runs in any game I think it's just going to be super tight baseball. Interesting. When the bombs, when the bombs do get given up, I think it's going to be like solo home runs. It's and I wouldn't be shocked if we start seeing like multiple either home run or extended or extra base hits like robbed in the outfield because of how tight this will be. Final prediction though, yeah, Dodgers in seven. All right, Rich. Oh, oh no, Robbie! Oh, sorry, he's next uh, on my uh, on my. Yeah, I'll say Rich, uh, Rich is, is next <laughs> in mine clockwise. I'll I'll take it. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go with the Doyers, Doyers in six. That's where I'm gonna stay, and my MVP for this series will be the Fresh Prince, born in Louisville, Kentucky, Will Ooh. Smith. Dude is looking very good. He I got to say. I like him a lot, dude. He's I do. He's yeah. hitting the ball well. So I think this is like I was saying before, I think that this is the year that the Dodgers finally get over the hump. I think it's a make or break time. I think a lot of, and on paper I think the Rays are better and I think that they they're capable of winning, but I just think that like Chris, I think you were saying earlier with the vibe with the Dodgers and kind of how they're liking each other. I don't know if they're pressing. I don't know if they're what's going on, but I just feel like this is their year to mm-hmm. do it, and this is just the perfect opportunity to get the monkey off their back and finally win. So that's why I'm going to roll with them, and they they showed it in this past series against Atlanta that they're just they're on this mission and they're ready to go. And Mookie Betts is along for the ride now, and he's looking really good. But I'm going to go with Will Smith as my MVP. And then I was talking about this with Rich for, like, a bold prediction. I noticed there were fans in the stands. I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe, like, a possible – I'm just a bold prediction, maybe a COVID kind of situation possibly happening. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't know. I just got What's a little, the situation? Uh, you got to someone, say this. Someone, an outbreak at the, at the game or Someone gets it. Someone gets it. I just can't. I think Jack Flaherty uh, tweeted it uh, a week ago saying, oh, uh, championship series with fans in the stands in a in a concealed dome. That's a great idea. I, <laughs> it just has me think it's a bold prediction, so I could be completely wrong and I'm okay with it. But yeah, I'm just it's saying, a bold I was, just, this is what I was just looking at, I, who knows? Low key, the, I was thinking about that earlier too. I'm like, 
Oh, what if the World Series just get canceled mid-World Series? <laughs> I'm just saying, what if the equipment manager maybe touches the wrong railing going down and, you know, hands Mookie <laughs> his glove or something? And, you know, that's, that's just kind of what I'm thinking. But I'm going to roll with the Dodgers in six, though. I think that this is their finally uh, their year to uh, to do it. I'll pass it on to Rich now. So go. Well, thank you, Roberto. <laughs> so Who's older? Oh, me. Oh, we should have went. Uh, we should have went with you first, and we fucked uh, up. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, unlike Robbie, I I really like this Dodgers team. I think that they are a hell of a team. Their offense has some serious firepower. The pitching is is good. It's solid. Their bullpen is solid. I like the Rays, man. I I just think. You know, the Dodgers are rolling, but so are the Rays. And I just, again, I, I don't see any weaknesses with this team. Um, I think it, it's going to be that. It, it could be. I can't say his name. Julio, how do you say it again? I can't say it. Randy Rosarina. I think he's going to hit a home run. He's going to hit a home run in game one to propel them to have crazy momentum throughout the series. And he's 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 the guy that they feed off of, I feel like. And I feel like he's going to have a big moment. But that's not my bold prediction. MVP, I'm going to say Tyler Hold on, Rays in how many games? Sorry. Seven. I'm going to say Rays in seven. Ooh, okay. Um, and I'm going to say Tyler Glass now will be the MVP. I think he, he, he showed some balls in that freaking Yankee series. Like, he, I was, I was working the game, and he found he didn't find out he was starting games game five. Yeah, until until, like, Ka- until Cash said in the press, yeah. and they look at Glass now and they go, "Oh, so what do you think about starting? Uh, what do you think about starting game five? And he's like, "Wait, I'm starting game five. I remember hearing that storyline. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and he was all amped up. He was ready to go, but he rose to the occasion in game five against Garrett Cole. Like you can argue, even though he pitched for two innings, got the job done. Yeah, and I, he's pitched well in these playoffs, and I think he's gonna probably get two solid, two great starts against the Dodgers. And my bold prediction, I am going to say there's gonna be three because both these teams are so good. There's gonna be three extra inning games in this world. Damn, three of them! I would love that. That would. Be I love amazing. how bad shit these are, man. Like this three is. Uh, I'm glad games. I added this last minute. Robbie, how how many games did you pick again? Was did, six. six? Six for the Dodgers. Oh, I was gonna say, are we all picking seven games? So I'm going with the Dodgers. I just I, I maybe it's I have a they're like my number two team in in baseball. It's like a tie between them and Giants fans. I'm sure both those fan bases aren't happy to hear that, but get over it. Um, Fuck them. Yeah, uh, because I've lived in L.A. and I just grown like closeness to them. Um, but I, I just – they're just too fucking good, man. And I really – like, their stars are really, like, stepping it up lately when they need to. And and I think Kershaw will have a bad game. Uh, but – and I don't know if they'll be able to rally from it, but they will be able to rally in the series. Um, I think – yeah. I, I, I my So my, my MVP pick and my bull prediction are – they tie together. Hold on real quick. Uh, Dodgers in how many games? Uh, I said seven games. 
Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez, Julio. Come on, man. My bad, man. Take it away. Take it. Sorry. Do- Do- Dodgers and seven. This is going to be a great series. I just don't think that the Rays have the firepower enough to to keep up with it. At the end of the day, this is modern day baseball. And what do you do in modern day baseball? You hit the long ball and you score as many runs as you can. Um, the small ball thing. It. Uh, you know, maybe we're all going to be fucking wrong, and maybe maybe Rich is going to look like a fucking genius because because. We went it's with the possible. flashy. We went the That's your bold prediction. And, and he went with the the you know the smart pick, and we went with the the nice looking toy. That we went with the we went with the Ferrari, and he went with the the Prius. He went practical. Um, but uh, so my my bold prediction MVP they tie together. My bold prediction is that Corey Seager uh, uh, wins MVP, and he hits five more home runs in this World Series. Damn. And he continues his insane, uh, his insane, uh, just hot streak, and and wins the MVP and does that. I love it. Yeah, it's not bad. Get it going, bad. boys. Uh, Get it going. All right, fellas. Any uh, last remarks on uh, on the World Series or the season as a whole? Just don't let Tampa Bay win, <laughs> please. I, I yeah. I now just, now that the Astros are out. It's like okay. time for them to time for them to yeah. to not do. I hope the Dodgers win. I think it would be a nice, you know, it'd be a nice story. Like they find it third time's a charm. I think that's what it is. Or how many years have they it's been? been, in been the World yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah, it's the third in the last <laughs> like four. But it's also kind of something a, like that. But Just it kind of goes done. It, it goes back to my original thing where it's like you can't have too many nice things. And like the Lakers won the finals. But I swear to God, this happened less it happened a week ago and it felt like yeah. it never happened. That's right. So this is also the battle for title town. So this will decide yes. who, which town will be title town. So that's interesting as well. Better the be Lightning LA. won the Stanley cup. The Lakers won the finals, yeah. but yeah, dude, I swear to God, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I felt like it never happened. Like I haven't seen much going on around the Lakers. No. Me either. I haven't really seen like it, many of my like LA friends, like celebrating that night either. I only saw two. There's just so much going on with with baseball playoffs and NFLs in full swing, and then on the elections happening. Like it, it it seemed like they kind of got lost in it, and it was like it was just another another LeBron accomplishment, and most of the country doesn't give a fuck about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because LeBron. So, Julio, any any last things for you? Yeah, actually, um, I just want to give a quick shout out again for Train Savages. Got I got my dude Robbie final on here. Robbie, I want to actually pass off to you. You got anything to plug? Yeah, do you want to plug about? anything? Yeah, uh, I mean, if you guys want to listen to two Yankee fans absolutely rant, I mean, and just support, you guys don't have to necessarily agree with us. We're an entertaining listen, I believe. So if you want to go head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, give it a listen, and uh, we're going to continue to grow. At some point, I'd like to get you guys back on our podcast and maybe sometime in the off season or uh if that means when we match up ne- hopefully next season whenever we start playing uh we'll match up on the in oakland sometime and do a little post post oakland series or pre oakland series when you guys play us that'd be some and if you want a, a good easy way to, f- to find them on twitter and and find their podcast there we follow each other so if you if you follow us on twitter just to go to our followers and you'll find it four trains four train savage podcast yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Or we'll do a podcast when you take one of our players because I'm just so used to that and I fucking hate it. Yeah, when you take Marcus Simeon, we'll just do a podcast instead. Nah, well, we, that's I true. We do need a shortstop. Don't jump off this building if <laughs> Marcus goes the Yankees. Don't put that in my brain, man. Nah, man. They got too much invested in Glaber. That ain't happening for yeah. Glaber Day weekend. No, it's not. I just, I, it, it yeah. would, nah, it I know. Would, it's like, I'll take Liam Hendricks. It would be though. I will gladly yeah, you, you, you can have him. I'll put Liam Hendricks. Go, spend, in go that spend your budget on your bullpen. Keep doing that, buddy. I don't even know it's if we have a budget. Wait, so uh, I will finish it off by saying that um, thank you to um, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, the uh, – uh, wow, totally blanked on who they're playing. Uh, not the Houston the Astros, Dodgers, but still kind of the Houston team Astros. That's Hold on. No, no, stop. Anyway, uh, the Houston Astros kind of, but not really because I hate them. Um, the, LA, the Atlanta Braves and the LA Dodgers because watching your extremely and the Oakland Raiders watching your extremely entertaining games the past uh, week and a half Las Vegas Raiders the last week and a half um, has helped me get over the absolutely devastating loss of the American League Divisional Series and especially to the to the Las Vegas Raiders uh, I rolled my eyes when I said that uh, if you see it on on uh, YouTube for beating the Kansas City Chiefs for really d- helping me get over it because you did that two days afterwards when I was heartbroken. Fantastic. And I feel a lot better. New um, York sports, step up your game. Yeah. Step up your game, New York sports. Uh, all right, so that's going to do it for the Town Tailgate Podcast World Series Preview. Thanks again for coming on, guys. Um, and, yeah, so last but not least, Julio. Let's go Oakland baseball. I guess. Let's go baseball. baseball. Let's, go, let's go fun times let's go <laughs> let's celebrate good times come peace. on see ya adios peace the town tailgate is an independently produced podcast it is written and executive produced by this guy chris madrigal <laughs> and my partner in crime julio Reynoso. it is sound mixed and edited by yours truly social media management and marketing is run by once again my partner julio renoso and a special thanks and shout out to my brother larry madrigal for composing and producing our theme song as well as graphic designing our album cover and artwork thank you so much for listening everybody please tune in next week please subscribe and last but not least as we always say Let's go Oakland.